The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for. It's showtime. Yeah! 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 That is right. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to Circle Bit Podcast, episode 159. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be joined shortly right now by the director in a few minutes. But I'm here by myself for right now. Still, be, We still got Matt Callis on vacation. Still, De Niro, of course, is on his honeymoon, to say. He's still busy. But, yes, the whole series we'll have to see here, ladies and gentlemen. appreciate you all for joining us. I know we couldn't do last week and, of course, to recap 200 and SummerSlam. But we're here to go ahead and talk about SummerSlam. What is going on, my brother? Broke, broke has right there, man. What is going on, my brother? Appreciate you. I appreciate you very much. Man, don't forget to subscribe and follow Broadcast Podcast. They do fantastic stuff. Love them, man. Love those guys at this. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, just very brief before we talk about Dynamite with the director, I want to talk about a couple things that, of course, are very quick, of course. SummerSlam, baby. Of course, just wanted to get it out of the way here for myself. The thoughts and, of course, of SummerSlam. What is going on? Brian, what is going on? Appreciate you, brother, for tuning in. But yes, Want to talk about SummerSlam very brief myself. Enjoyed it. It was a, it was an incredible show. Uh, everything overall was fantastic. I know a lot of people were just like a lot of matches were taken off. Why? Of course, there were there was reasons. There was explanations for that. They're very understanding. Uh, but overall, I was really impressed of everything overall. Every match was solid. I know that the main event, of course, was about almost forty minutes. You know, between Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. But man, Jimmy Uso got a lot of talking to do. Did not expect that to happen at all, but it's never mind everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I know everybody is kind of sick. I'm hearing it all over. Everybody's tired. Everybody's sick and tired of this. This pretty much all. Oh, it's only them. But unfortunately, it's a bloodline civil war. And this is going to be interesting to see. And I'm looking forward to SmackDown and how that's going to happen. What is going on? My brother right there. Nick Theater, of course, of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you follow them as well. Subscribe all over social media platforms. And follow these men of the Bloodline Network as well. But yes, it's fine. There's no issue with it. I know they're delaying to give Roman Reigns a new feud. I know Roman got injured. They haven't specifically said details of what the injury did. He suffered during the matchup. It was an early matchup, according to the sources. But you know, which is my opinion only. Like I said, I'm not I not seltzer. I'm not you know, not, kept none of that. I'm just you know giving my opinion about it. But overall, SummerSlam was fantastic. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, good to see finally Eel Sarai. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. Eel Sarai, baby. Let's fucking go, baby. I was so happy that she won the women's championship. <laughs> I went netty when she won that championship. I was uh, I was so happy that she finally got it. And she posted on social media. She couldn't even sleep because, you know, the momentum that she got. Congratulations, Eel Sky. And, of course, you know, he got a shit as well for last week for winning. You know, this is right. Hey, Japanese wrestling women. Right here, that's right. 
Loved it. Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, great storytelling. I know people were frustrated, but it's like you're David and Goliath. That's what it, pretty much what it was there between them. But it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet. I, I'm impressed with Logan Paul's performance. He's done a fantastic job, and I'm really impressed with it. So, all right. So, that's pretty much breakdown for me, Summerstein. Raw recap very quick, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, new, new feuds and questionables. What's going to happen with the Women's Tag Team Championship now that, of course, Sigma DeVille is injured and is out momentarily with a torn ACL? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the future of that. And, of course, I love that Chad Gable won that fatal four-way, now getting a shot at the Intercontinental title. And his hometown, Minnesota, of course, and he's getting that push as well. Finally, we get to see the push that he deserves and, and using him very properly. Now the crowd is behind him this whole time. Shush, 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 shush. So I am so happy for him. And of course, man, this man is the hottest thing yeah! right now. Yeah! Yeah! This man is the hottest thing right now going on, and that is L.A. Knight. Now, you know, I love the, the segment. It was popular. It was most viewed on, of course, on the viewership, 1849. So we, we did see that. And, of course, we do see J.D. McDullough attacking, you know, Sammy Zancor with the elbow. Looks like it was a serious injury. Not quite sure what's going to happen there with Sammy because it looks like they've been used extremely overwhelmed as well as Kevin Owens. So we don't know what's going to be the future of those tag team titles and the future of J.D. McDonough and Judgment Day. We don't know what's going to happen as of yet, but I can tell you, Raw is getting interesting. And Shinsuke Nakamura, yes, he went heel, baby. Now we want to see that old school music with the, oh, with the lyrics. Bring that back, damn it. Give us what we want, damn it. Damn it. Give me what I Give want. Give me what I want. Give no me what I want. That's right. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And, of course, you know, we saw Raquel Rodriguez, Candice LeRae, and she's a hit forgot her name. But, yes, we got already got that going against, you know, Rhea Ripley. So we'll see how the outcome of, of Raw. And one last thing, of course, I want to go ahead and talk about, of course, here is – Hey, Papa H, the news came out as of today as he will be no part of the board of directors now that the merger is coming between Endeavor. Endeavor coming up, the, the TKO brand, you want to call it now, which is that's the official the name, coming up next month as his official. He is not going to be part of the board members. He's been in the board members since 2015. It's now mysterious of why this is her occurring. And still no details. And... Still trying to find out exactly what is the nature of that and what was the cause for him no longer to be a part of the, the board of directors. But the biggest question is, will he still be in charge of the board, you know, the, in charge of directors in WWE? As we all know, Vincent Kennedy, the man right now at the moment, he, since he had a spinal surgery. He, he is not allowed to be there or to be on a remote style. So right now, Vinnie Mac is out of the picture for right now, but Papa H is there. So we don't know what is the outcome of you know, WWE, now that they actually took him away from, you know, the board of directors. And that's the biggest question. What's going to be the future for WWE now that he's out of the picture? Will he still be able to be capable of what he's done by far? Ever since Papa H has been controlled, everything WWE has been great. Everything, all changes, the additions, additional stories, everything that he has added, like overall, has has been interesting. It, it it does take, of course, a quite some time for it to build up. It's not rushed. Just like an example, like what he did for NXT. It took him quite some time to get to the level where he got NXT, especially with, you know, the success that he's done with NXT when he was in charge at the time with takeovers 
everything overall. Papa H is in, an, in a, an incredible job, and I know that a lot of people question it, but you know, we'll see. You know, the outcome of it, and you know, it's Papa H, so we'll see of that of what is going to happen, and that's going to be the mystery there for Papa H. But man, I, I'm just hoping that nothing happens, and we'll just have to wait and see of what occurs. And I, I hope looking for the best for WWE. So, and like I said, right now is a mystery of what's going to happen. Now with the, you know, with now the, the moving forward endeavor becoming TKO. So we're looking forward of that. That is right. And now it's time to add him, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, he's getting his oh, well, screen I on. Forget, I keep forgetting that button. There it is. He keep forgetting to bring the camera on, baby. He's here. El Papi Chula. The- <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, follow, and download Fake Destroyed. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. But, man, I know you're just coming in. But, you know, I just wanted to say about Papa H. They're removing him him out of the board of directors. Now with the the comment, you know, coming in next month is going to be Endeavor official. TKO, that brand within the UFC. But he's no longer part of that board of directors at all. So that's I don't know, man. Papa Vinny. What they what they need to do is they need to put in Bruce Pritchard, John Laurinaitis, Eric Bischoff, and Vince Russo. Just do that and you'll be fine. <laughs> Just don't put this. We make movies. He's at the top. That, it'll be it'll be him and then everyone I listen. Bring back the glory days of the worst wrestling of all time. <laughs> that's right. But I mean, we'll see what happens, man. It, it's you know, it's not official till next month with the, with the whole TKO and then the, the stock marketing, all that combined is going to happen all next day. And then Papa Vinny's out as well. So he's he's out with a surgery, a spinal surgery that he had, as you can say. So I don't know what the hell I wonder he's doing. what the fucking problem is with Triple H. Like, is he just doing so good he makes people look bad? That's what I think. Or it could be because he's yeah! talking this yeah! It's because no he's idea. pushing LA Knight? <laughs> yeah, I just no idea. <laughs> I don't have no idea what I have. LA night, baby. But hey, he's representing. Yeah, yeah. he's representing SoCal, baby. That's all that matters. I mean, he's not even, he's from like Connecticut, isn't he? No, SoCal. No, he's not. Oh, he's not? Oh, I think he's from SoCal. All right. Not Drake, Maverick. What? what was it? Eli Drake. Eli Drake is from like the East Coast, bro. He's not even from LA. Oh, well, I guess he's born in Maryland. Yeah, born in Maryland. But raised in California, you could say, right? No, not even that. It's just his build from. He's like the Miz. Oh, uh, it must be Dan. Well, the Miz does technically live here, but yeah, he's hey, from. Hey. I don't, you know, how long do you have to live somewhere before you're from there? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. And uh, you're right about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Can't debate that at all. There's no debate on that at all. But you already know what time it is, baby. It is time because you know what happened. Uh, what's today? Oh, yeah, what's uh, that? 24 hours ago. So let's talk about it, baby. It's time. It's time. It's beta. Like that happened, of course, 24 hours ago. Now we're not doing it. Uh, we're not doing it, you know, 72 hours or 92 hours ago. 96 hours ago. Yeah, less than 24 hours. Exactly 24 hours ago. Yeah, exactly 24 hours ago. And, you know, and, man, this is, I mean, we're heading that direction of all in. But before we even get into that, the biggest question here 
is what's going on with this, man? Now we got the, the jazz, not the J A Z Z, but the jazz, of course, the jerk society. At the meeting, they had to okay, what so Daniel Garcia was the first one to walk out. You know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm out. Boom, drops out, he's out. <laughs> I need to get a clip of that, him dancing. That's what I need to do. <laughs> and Jake Hager, of course, him leaving. And then everybody else, one by one, decided to leave. And oh, yes, Brian. Yes, well, I think about the name. MJ, MJ, who? MJ was born in New M- York City. Oh, Michael and Jordan. And yes. Michael Jordan was born in New York. Yeah. But, he, yeah, exactly. but he's known from North Carolina. Well, if you go yeah. to college in North Carolina, you can say you're from the college in North Carolina. I don't know anything about Michael Jordan. And he says, what's up? There you go. So what's up? Well, oh, that's right. That is right. Yeah, it's fiction. Yeah. I know that the, the Undertaker isn't really from parts unknown. I understand that. <laughs> you know? He wasn't, even from, he wasn't even from Death Valley. He's from Victoria, from, uh, like Dallas, right? In, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That and then t- Steve Austin is from Victoria. So, yeah. Yes, yes. But then, you know, we get this, and then, of course, everybody one by one left, and then until, you know, Sammy Guevara was the one. You're my friend. You know, I would have been loyal to you. But right now, you need to figure this shit out, man. You need to figure this shit out. Walked away. Of course, we just see what happened, the aftermath, when we came back from commercials, Renee Bouquet talking to Jericho, and, of course, uh, if only Matt Callis was here for him, but it's a, you know, his, his poppy Don Callis. Oh, don't worry. I'll fix this. I got this fixed. Don't worry about it. Ooh, next week. So make his announcement if, if his decision of joining the Don Callis family. I don't know what's going to happen here, but we've been following this storyline, director. Break it down. What are your thoughts of this? And what do you think is going to happen next week? Uh, I still like the idea of Jericho turning down Don Callis and feuding with Takeshka, like that makes sense to me, but getting there after this disassembly of jazz, they could all be in on it and they're all playing with Jericho on this. But then it would, would it just be like Takeshka, like Jericho turns down Callis, then he sticks Takeshka on him. And then like, Sammy comes out, and then all of Blackpool comes out, and then all of Jazz comes out. That's the only way that that would make sense for me. I, I still want this to work out. I don't think the Jazz is bad in any way, and I don't think their storytelling is necessarily like run its course. You know, even mm-hmm. though this is like Pinnacle Inner Circle 3.0, even Sammy had the patch that said OG Inner Circle, so I like that. Like he's still kind of in on it, but yeah, I don't want it to like break up. And then Jericho just does go with the catch guy and like they're a tag team or something. That that just seems too he's turning into the big show with how many times he goes back and forth between heel and face. Very true. I, I think that uh there needs to be like a big happy family reunion, and that should happen. It should be, but I don't I don't sometimes I'm questioning that it may what about if this is the opposite? What about Jericho tells Callis and Takeshi to join the JS? That's right. where I'm that's where I'm like, okay, but that does happen, then okay then. I guess you could say Callis is going to be the manipulator one that is going to try to persuade the rest of the JES to be like, no, you know what? Fuck Jericho. Be with me. I'll treat you guys better than he would appreciate yeah, me. Know. That's what I'm afraid that that's going to happen. I don't know. It, this, this is the Callis Appreciation Society. I don't know. <laughs> Cass. Oh, shit. Cass. Is that, oh, I don't, I, don't I think, know. I think to catch guys as a solo artist with, uh, with Callis is just fine. We don't need to break up a faction just to put it back together. That's very true. 
that is very very true i i i don't know what's gonna be the outcome of it or what's gonna be what they're gonna do it's we have to wait you know little by little we have to wait to see as we're heading into all in because now that all is coming up august 27th he's got to start booking now of the matches which we'll talk about it in a few but you know we'll see what happened in jas but man let's get into the match that we all wanted to see course we got to see it of course the young bucks versus the hardy boys baby and it, it was a good matchup could i say that it was the best matchup how they had last the last time when they met at ring of honor the day before the hardys went to mania they showed up mysteriously no i would say it's not uh but you know because jeff hardy just came back uh, for private reasons and of course we already know what but i'm not gonna get into that that's his problem it is what it is but he's back but, you know, seeing this, good to see the, uh, these four guys in the ring again and hearing the crowd. You know, Ohio was a great crowd, great crowd for Dynamite. I really enjoyed this. And, of course, with the Young Bucks with the win, we'll get into the aftermath. But I want to talk about first about this match, you know, seeing the return of Jeff Hardy, and especially, you know, we've seen Matt Hardy in the ring already quite some time, but seeing Jeff Hardy back again. He was, he was only gone because they were in Canada and he's not allowed because of his DUI history. That and was there something else? Because he went on tour too, right? He did like a bunch of shows. Like he was doing like a cover band tour too, I think. Yes, that too as well. Yeah, so but he was wasn't like out. Like uh, he didn't have like an issue. He was just he no. found something to fill the time while he couldn't be uh, in Canada. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that, that's wasn't in that's... rehab. Wasn't in a wasn't arrested. He's fine. No, he's fine now. So that's he's okay. So I'm happy for that. But yeah. break it down, director. What are your thoughts of this matchup before we get into that? Yeah, I mean, this is like heroes and icons wrestling each other right there for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, without the Hardys, you don't have the Young Bucks. Um, and yeah, for the second match of the night, I mean, well, the first match of the night. Wow, yeah. Uh, good enough to be the first match of the night, but not obviously the best match these could these four brothers could put on. But you do want to save a lot of your good stuff for a bigger show. So I understand why they uh, – sort of held back a little bit, but they gave us a solid like eight minute match, eight to nine minutes. Um, still got the best, uh, you know, you got the spot fest out of them. You got some cool stuff, but I think that if they were on a pay-per-view, they could definitely do a lot better match. That's very true. That is very, very true. So, I mean, we, we're going to have to wait to see how that's going to work out for sure. But the one that, of course, it happened last week, of course, the call out and, you know, the young bugs calling on FTR about okay, who's the best? But so now we got it. They called it out. FTR comes out. <laughs> and of course, official at all in, these guys will fight each other for the AEW tag team titles. I want to get your thoughts because I know I well, you know what? I'm gonna let you because this is, this is your show anyway. Break it down. Did you go netty? I didn't. I did the opposite of that. I had a reverse boner. Didn't they have a trilogy where it was like, if we can't beat you, we never get the challenge for the belts again? Wasn't that them? That was the condition like, when they fight. The, yeah, that three. Like a year ago or something like that. It was like, if the FTR can't beat the Bucks, then they never get a title shot. And this is that's where this reign started. Yes. Yeah. And so now they're just going to go right back into that. We need new tag. We need new tag. Not new tag champions, but like new tag contenders. Like, I honestly think it should have gone to uh, better than you, baby. I think that would have been the move. Um, I'll get into them later, but I I would not have been mad if MJF and Adam Cole had these belts. 
Um, I just we've seen this like 17 times already in AEW. Like if you look at the record, it's like watching the bar in New Day. It's like fucking over. <laughs> it's or the true. Usos in the New Day, or the Usos in the Usos, or the New Day in the bar, and the New Day like, back in like 2017 when those three titles were like, or those three you know teams. That's all they wrestled. So we're getting that here, and um, we just need new tag contenders. That's it. Like they exist. You know, the Guns had it for like a weekend. Acclaimed had it twice for a couple weeks. There's definitely more tag teams out there for sure. So, yeah, I mean, <sighs> there's dudes in Ring of Honor that are coming up. You know, we have those titles. So definitely bring in more tag teams, please. I love these guys, but we need more. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Where are the it Good Brothers? Be- are the Good Brothers in Impact? Or are they in Japan? Oh no, they're they're WWE. Right, but they have like a they have a forbidden door contract, right? Not with WWE. That Papa H probably yeah. offered, offered him a lot of good. They good they money. did a thing where they could go to Japan. I know that much because they were there like last year during the OC angle. I yes. know that was like a special circumstance. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of tag teams that I'm not thinking of right now that can walk right in and at least have some solid matches, even if they lose. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them have that rematch. Against Aussie Open, that was that just came that signed to bring up to AEW. That they were from New Japan, they're now the Ring of Honor Tech Champions. They had a matchup with FTR in England for New Japan. This was not that long ago, a couple months ago. Obviously, of course, it's televised, but when you were watching online and find it all, oh, man, that man, it's good shit. It was good shit. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing them better because they're from Europe. Oh, not for excuse me, they're from Australia. New Zealand, Australia. But however, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I get it. It's all in. You're, you sold out, I guess, more than what Mania did, you could say, or SummerSlam, whatever they were trying to, you know, break the record for. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, at this point, we'll, we'll, we have to wait and see how that's going to turn out to be. I, I don't. We'll see the outcome of this matchup. This is going to give us excited. Yeah, and who wins this? I have no fucking clue. I mean, I don't think the Bucks need the belt, but does FDR need the belts either? Like, it's just overkill for me, man. Like, these are two of the best tag teams on the planet. And putting on a belt on them doesn't necessarily help remind us of that. That's true. You know, we know that for a fact, whether or not they have the belts. So let's build some new teams. They need to build two teams. Put because... it on the Hardys. Fucking, I mean, put it on the Hardys one more time and then never again. You know what? I thought, you know, honestly, I thought that was the direction that we're heading with. When that would have been when... a major, major upset. The Bucks, I don't think, have ever lost on a dynamite as a pair. I don't. Mm, I, think, I don't think so. That, that's a good I, don't, question. I don't remember. I don't remember what the the matches. I'm moving my mouse over FTR. I know they did like a best of three for them, so they had to have lost something somewhere. But like, it's been a while. You know, they're like Kenny Omega. Homie doesn't lose on a small stage. That's true. That, that that is very very true. I mean, I I don't know. We'll see the outcome of this. I mean, I don't. I, I like I said. I, I am I interested? Yes, I am a little bit event. But am I interested of you know this feud again? I, I'm gonna watch know. it. But I'm I'm gonna be like like I'm right now. I'm like all right, cool. It's happening. I watch it. It's gonna. It's inevitable. So yeah. If I can't stop it, I'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's very true. So Tony Khan, you got you to build up this tag team, Tony Khan. That's fucking bullshit. What's <laughs> that, Tony Khan? You got to start building this tag team. My director said some new people, damn it. We need something new. Call them. 
He knows how to direct stuff. Trust me, he does. Believe me when I'm saying. <laughs> and a moment that we've been waiting for. Oh my God. I know when you heard the theme song, you went Nettie for sure. You All that shit. When you heard, tell me you didn't win. Tell me you didn't lose your mind when you heard the. I mean, I knew. I knew. I was excited. I'm glad that they was able to use the original Pantera and not Kilgore or One of a Kind, which One of a Kind was pretty iconic. If you were going to do like a copywritten song, I don't hate One of a Kind at all. But like going back to original Pantera, like yeah, that's 1997 all over again. I love it. 98, 99. And then obviously every time. So fun fact is Rob Van Dam doesn't wear the same singlet twice. So I always love seeing what he's got airbrushed, and that's a fucking dope outfit. So you know, RBD never disappoints uh, the fashion game. No, of course we have the FDW Championship on the line. Of course, Shaq Perry, uh, Mister Nine Hundred Two Point Oh, whatever, versus of course Mister Rob Van Dam. Like I said, if you guys watched the episode a week ago, this man called it right here. He predicted it. That's why he's the oral. He is the oral podcast. I'm the oracle. The oracle, excuse me. The oracle <laughs> of podcasting. Sorry, I had a long day. <laughs> but yes, the oracle. Man, the oracle of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. The, the one, the Nostradamus of podcasts who called it. If you watch our clip right on our YouTube channel, you see a little clip. It's right there. He predicted this a week ago. And it happened episode 200. RBD came out. The whole crowd went shit even here as well. And everybody was RBD. Yeah. This guy did this guy make it seem like he never retired at all. Like he never took it, he never lost a step. This man had everything, and especially he did that, you know, that kick right off the ring, the ringside into it. Mm -hmm. RBD still looks fantastic, man. Being leg drop, yeah. at, he's fuck what fuck he's fucking 51, 52, somewhere around that. He's like in his 50s. And his man looks like he's still in his freaking 30s, or you know, he looks that way. Just his performance overall. And, of course, you know, with that referee, I got to say, he took that shot. I got to say that. That's chair shot. Yeah, I love I love the chair getting stuck <laughs> on the top rope. That was fucking sick. Hey, yeah, that, was yeah. like, that, was, that was like one of those ECW moments that you can't script. I'm like, oh, they found a way to not script a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> they didn't script a no script of that chair just sitting up there on the on the, on the, on the top rope. Man, but this match was great. I really enjoyed it. I get to see RBD back. I know we did see the aftermath. So I don't know if you guys saw on the website, of course, or the social media, uh, where you know, you know, Jerry Lynn and RBD talking. Man, he felt great. He he loved the fact that everybody went off. I know a lot of people were like, "Where the fireworks?" Like, no, man, this is ECW Raw Van Dam. This ain't WWE Raw Van Dam. It's not like like one of a kind that the, the pops. No, no, this is ECW, baby. This is what it was all about. Because man. I'm telling you, and I just wish they could have played that this song. Because this was extreme, baby. So That's right. Can't play too much because I ain't trying to get banned. But yes, the floor is yours, host, director, Oracle, Nostradamus. Take it away, Papi Chulo. All right. So RVD lost a few steps. I'm going to say it right here. <laughs> what? 
nobody knows his arsenal as a fanboy like I do. I duplicated all of his moves when I was backyard wrestling. I did everything. I did the rolling senton with rolling thunder. I did the 360 leg drop, both of them, the vertical one and the horizontal one. Uh, I did the Van Terminator. I eventually ended up doing the five-star frog splash when I converted to actual pro wrestling. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm i very familiar with, like, everything he's ever done. I, those Jerry Lynn matches, the Lance Storm matches, just watch those. So he still looked good, but there are places where I'm like, I noticed things he did where I don't know if it was bad timing, if Jungle Boy was not where he wanted to be, or if it was just RVD getting over ring rust. Uh, and I'm going to call those pots out. I'm going to tell you right now. The first thing I noticed was when he did the split-legged moonsault, he got up to the moonsault position, and then he lingered, and then he did it. Instead of going one, two, he went up there, hung out. But I don't know if Perry was in position correctly. So I think he maybe he went up there, he double-checked the spot, and then did it. Fair enough. Second thing was that RVD used to do the five-star sprog splash. He would get to the top rope in one motion. He would go one, two, and then he'd be up there. Both times he went to the top rope, he sort of climbed them. He sort of like went to the second rope and then climbed the top rope. And that could just be age. And I understand dude's definitely still jacked. Dude is still in shape. Um, head like a dinosaur. Five-star frog splash, I'd give it a four and a half. Um, wasn't as high as it usually is, but I also think that AEW ring is a lot stiffer than the uh, ECW one because that ECW one would bounce. You would see oh, that's it was like a right. water bed. You could hit a fight. You could hit. You throw a chair in that thing and it goes. So, not talking shit on RVD, man. But like as well as I know the guy, there were these things I noticed. Uh, I don't think he's coming back full time. I don't think he's you know all elite. Uh, I would love that. I don't like him losing to Jungle Boy. RVD basically never lost in ECW. He only had like one or two actual clean one-on-one losses. Um, but that's the story that had to be told. Obviously, it was a protected loss. Jungle Boy technically didn't cheat either. It was no rules. So you can't cheat in no cheating match. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a low that's blow, true. totally legal. Throw him into the chair in the corner, grab the tights, all legal. So as protected of a loss, it was a clean win for Jungle Boy, and I'm sad, but it's the story that has to be told, and I hope that more people come out from the back to defend ECW, and I hope it culminates with Taz putting this man through a table and choking him out in the audience. I would love that. That's going to be that thing. Do you feel that that's going to be the next now move? Now, okay, are we out of the picture? We don't know if he's out of the picture, honestly. We may say right. it was a one time. We have no idea. We don't have yeah. no idea. Because him and Jerry Lynn, obviously Jerry Lynn's a trainer. They're best friends. You know, they have some classic matches back then. Jerry Lynn, RVD, go watch the classics. Uh, who else would be coming back, you know? So he went, I mean, obviously Sabu would be on the list. So he went through RVD, the technical flyer. He's got to have a hardcore match. It's got to be Sabu. <laughs> and then how, how many more people would he have to go through to get to Taz? You know, like he's got to do something to hook. He's got to like handcuff hook and just start beating the shit out of him. Put him in the snare trap with a, like a, you know, handcuff him, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Brian, not talking shit on the man, just things that I noticed because I'm such a diehard fan. Yeah. So like, let's say RVD's out and then he goes through Sabu somehow. No, not a Dudley. Dudley wouldn't make any sense. I'm oh. just trying to think of, like, who's active, who's, like, from back then, who is still, like, doing the damn thing. Like, Lance Storm's training in WWE, I think, right? Uh, No, actually, he's no longer there. He's okay. uh, he's a, a producer. He's, he's free. Lance Storm's always been a, a, an asshole of a heel, so I don't think he gives a shit about this belt. 
We can call our boy PJ Polacco. That'd be fucking cool. Love to see Just Incredible back Ooh, in there. Just He's Incredible. Wonderful. I mean, if you think MJF is an asshole, you got to fucking go watch uh, Just Incredible laying into Francine with the Singapore cane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and then it culminates, like I said, with him like beating the shit out of Hook to the point where Taz has to come and make the save and hits a Katahajime, and I would love it. Um, that's my storyline. I would love that. I'm, they've, they've never done like a whole like legend killer of ECW like this before. So, I mean, anywhere, you know, Orton was going through like champions, but not, not like not ECW originals. That's true. I mean, that's, a, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Rhino. Rhino. Oh, oh, Rhino. That's right. Rhino. You're right. Rhino in there, man. Holy shit, dude. For, last heavyweight champion. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So Sabu next and then Rhino. That makes sense. I like Fucking that. Fucking Rhino. Uh, we got. We have his number. We can just hit him up. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you haven't seen the interview, ladies and gentlemen, check it out here on the on the YouTube channel with the director himself. Courtney, here. what up? Uh, Courtney, what is going on, sister? Appreciate you. Yeah. What's going on? Yes, yeah. But man, uh, it, it's very questionable what, what what they're gonna do after this. Oh, like even Brian, you see, you got Brian excited now. Look, they go for yeah, right? Yeah, dude. Go watch, go watch that interview. It was it might not have like it was it was it was a good interview. I did my best with the amount of time I was given to prepare. You could tell that I was like, it was very impromptu. <laughs> it was like, hey, you want to interview Rhino in twelve seconds? I'm like, yeah, okay, let's figure this out. So yeah, it was awesome, but it, it was actually fantastic. I really enjoyed it. All right, and now let's get into. You know what? Let's get into this one first before we get into the other segment. I want to get into this one out of the way because I want to know what your thoughts about it. And that is, of course, okay. the Mongol Embassy. <laughs> and the Mongol <laughs> Embassy. Mongol, Mongol. I, I, so geez. many syllables in this word, and half of these guys don't even do anything anywhere. I don't know who's the mouthpiece. Swerve talks more than, <laughs> more than Prince Nana. Uh, and Brian Cage is on a fucking 95 match losing streak. The only storyline here is AR Fox turning on Darby and Swerve sort of kind of turning on uh, Nick Wayne, I guess, in a sense. So mm-hmm. it's it's too many people, too many players. Uh, hands up if you thought when the lights went out and the Fireflies were in the audience, you thought Bray was the backup. Did anyone else think Bray was the backup? Uh, no, I, you know what? I didn't think so. So I don't know. What I thought so. Because- here's, here's what I thought. <laughs> Darby said, you have, you have friends, I have friends too. And I for fucking and then the fireflies showed up in the audience. I'm like, okay, this is going on a little bit longer than Sting. I thought it was absolutely Bray Wyatt for some reason. I'm like, it's gonna be Darby, Bray, and Sting. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I love that, Courtney. Love it. I, I would have shit all the bricks in the house. I would have shit an entire lumber yard if that was a, if it was the fiend and Sting. Sting fiend, that would have been amazing. I would have been way about that. <laughs> I got you know, that's my own that's my own my own my own bad though but it definitely looked like fireflies in the in the audience uh, I don't know if I care about this at all who's who's who who's how does this end does swerve have to be does swerve have to be Darby or does Darby have to, does Nick Wayne have to be Brian Cage like how do you end this feud who's who's the feud well you know is Nick it Wayne is, uh, it's gonna be swerve 
Swerve, uh, Cage, and AR versus Darby Sting and Nick Wayne? Is that the feud? And like, well, at all in it was announced that it was going to be Sting and Darby versus AR Fox and and Swerve at all in. So, so no Nick Wayne, question. no Nick Wayne. Because remember, that's the only reason this feud exists. <laughs> I know. I, the I only know. reason the only reason this match exists is because there's a uh, Zach Gowan with two legs in the middle of it. <laughs> Uh, I I have no idea. They have buried the goat that is AR Fox. Yeah, they have no no, now buried the goat that is AR Fox. (laughs) They could have buried. I mean, that could be the case, Courtney. And shout out to the Tribal Chiefs that's going on there, but that's for like Parks and Wrestling podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just it's going on too long. It's too weird. It's too many players. Not enough uh, sense. In a way, I'm kind of happy these are finally using them in some kind of way, like especially AR Fox and now this being used. I know that this feud is it. I know that this feud, you know, got. Stop with that! Oh no, exactly what the fuck's going on here? But we get it, you know. Of course, it's kind of a push for you know for the for AR Fox and for Swerve something a feud with Darby, something for Darby to do differently. Of course, now with Sting. Even though I sometimes feel they should have used them differently too, as well. It's somehow another feud or with another, you know, talent. But this is fine. I I hope that it ends at all in. That this could be that's it. I don't. Yeah, they need to change the name of that to all ends. Every storyline that exists right now needs to end at all out, all out, all in, whatever. <laughs> all in. That's what I'm calling it. All in. All, all, if, hey, hey, hey. if you're currently in a storyline. It is over. It's like WrestleMania. That shit starts over the, the Raw after. There you go. See, Tony Khan, you just got to start calling it all in instead of all in yeah. instead of all Let's in. Let's fucking go. Yes, and Tony Khan. <laughs> and it's this, this all in. It's the Wembley one, right? It's the one at Wembley? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'm going to, yeah, perfect. Just, yes. it's over. Everything that's existing right now, done. There you go. You see? I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Take it, damn it. The director's giving it to you right now, telling you to call it all in. We're tired of this all in. <laughs> call it all in because we're tired. He's gonna end this shit. That's what I need to do. That's where I need to say, hey, our fox is a golden of the indies. That's where I know. Yes, I know that. I agree, Courtney. Yes, he was seen him in the indies. Well, not personally, but I've seen his clips and I've seen all that. I haven't seen him here in the West Coast. Wish if we had the opportunity. I know he's been the five, but we live in California. That's in Oregon up there. So we yeah. definitely do. Yes. Yes. But man, and now we get into the other segment that I've been wanting to talk about because this is the one that, uh, yeah, that's right, MJF and Adam Cole, baby, yes, baby, this official. Of course, they already announced it last week that it's all in, and of course, I like this. This segment was awesome because I love. I tried to get the clip, but I couldn't get it on time. But I wanted to get the clip that MJF. Oh, you want to start this promo battle, right? You want to start this. All right, Adam Cole, you're so scooty, man. That Hulk Hogan would have started you like, oh, man, you're so. That bad. was one of the. Hey, that was not a. That was that was a shoot, brother. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that, hey, was, that was a shoot. That was, <laughs> that was, hey, that shoot was a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I should be all, all down for all in, but not all out. Not so much. I, I, I'm with you, Travis. I know, but yeah, director's calling it all end, like to end storyline, to end it here, and not continue with this. Oh man, but you're right. He, this was really on, like, shitting down on the old school. But I love this segment. 
And of course, we did see, uh, of course, you know, Roger, you know, Strong coming out like, hey, you know, complaining. Of course, what's going on? Of course, we get, you know, the castle and you know, hugging it out. And of course, I'm cold pushing. Yeah, what's your problem about? But we did see the the, the clip from earlier, of course, where they were going to go play when they went to the trampoline segment. That was awesome. I like that. The little girl flicked them off. Like it, it was amazing. I just say one thing, and I know this is going to be a debate, but you know. Let's see where the matches were all out. Nobody's going to watch that. You may have a good point there. <laughs> there you go. I love it. You're all in. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> I knew the I moment MJF said, is that dodgeball? I'm like, he's going to nail some kids in the face. <laughs> I just, I knew it. I just knew it. Oh, man. This I'm glad amazing. I was right. <laughs> oh, but but that's hilarious. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know what this, this is. What I want to say? I want to say, and I know I might get heated on this. I might get heated on this, but if I do, it is what it is. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's what Bobby Chula does over here, man. He's a director. He fucking kills it all the time when he's on. But man. Right now, it get it could be wrong wrong. They haven't AW since it started to where right now has not really had like a hot baby face like that is on top. We always had the heels. That's all we, we have, right? However, but we never had like any top baby faces for the company. Uh, singles. I ain't talking about tag teams I'm not talking, or factions. I'm talking about a single man that could, okay. It's not, it, it, they need to start building that. And I feel, I know, MJ, I'm not saying that they should make MJF. Maybe so. I don't know. But he is right now, that person himself is a hot commodity for AEW right now. Whether people are like it or not, he is. Because even as much as I don't want to agree with Seltzer on this, because he even said this a while back, he even said it that they need to find that baby face, they need to find that commodity, just like WWE has to try and achieve Roman Reigns. Okay, so what about MEW? Tony Khan, you need to start doing something here because all you're doing is building heels. You're going to know what the fuck you're building. But here in this case, this is the best thing you booked MGF by far, I would, especially with Adam Cole. I like this, and I can't wait to all in. And of course, we did get the mentioning that you know Adam Cole mentioned that in zero hour before all in, they want to challenge Aussie Opens for the Ring of Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. We could be Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, and I'm like, oh, it's just so much, man. But break it down, director. This segment, and also, is I mean, give us your thought if the hot commodity of AEW too, man. Like you break it down, man. Take it away, director. I love these segments with all my heart. I adore them. I look forward to them every week. Um, they're shot very well. They're directed very well. Um, they make my heart happy. I started, um, how do you say happy in Spanish? Feliz. Fel oh, feliz? Oh, duh. Feliz Navidad. Fucking duh. Corazón es feliz. They're just fun. And I know they're going to they're gonna come to an end soon. And I am going to enjoy them while I can. I'm loving this angle. Uh, I'm still expecting... Um, MJF to turn on Adam Cole in such a way that you know it, it, it'll be the worst like turn ever uh, in AEW, and I'm I'm here for it. But I'm starting to think that it's 
it's going to be Adam Cole that does the turning because we're seeing him start to leak. He's starting to leak the bad guy persona out. Where originally, you know, I thought MJF was doing keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Um, but I think I think that I'm right. I think that we're going to get Adam Cole is going to be the new MJF. I think he's – we're getting a double switch. And I think we're getting uh, the third or fourth greatest double switch in the history of at least professional wrestling. Well, of course, professional wrestling. Where else have there ever been a double switch? That's it. Um, <laughs> uh and, you know, maybe it's a Red Dragon thing. You know, I don't know. I, I do think they're going to win the tag titles from Aussie Open at All In. Ooh. I definitely think they're going to be the only tag team to ever wrestle each other for a world title. I think that's a record that should be set. I think that would be amazing. But I can also see if they lose and Adam Cole blames MJF and that goes into the main event. Um yeah, now I'm 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 a lot more confused than I was when this angle started. I definitely thought MJF was going to just completely obliterate him uh, at some point with uh, with the with the heel turn, like he did and uh, like he did Cody Rhodes, you know. Yep. But now I'm like, oh, maybe MJF isn't pretending to be a good guy anymore, but Adam is. Maybe that's the thing. So uh, I don't have any more predictions. I do have maximum <laughs> excitement though. I'm out of spoilers for this. I have no idea. It, it, I wow. I mean, fuck everything you just said. Was Wonderful. Because we're not seeing any of the cracks from MJ. MJF isn't losing his temper, but someone who's pretending to be nice is usually pretty good at not losing their temper because you know that they're acting. Yes. Where Adam Cole is legitimate losing his temper and then reeling it back. You know. He didn't want to do the promo. He shoved him when he was defending Roddy. He's done other things previously that, like last week, I forget what specifically it was, but I was like, oh, maybe maybe it's it's a double switch. But I just can't imagine MJF not being top heel. But maybe he's going to be top babyface and really, and I mean, and I mean, not the heel babyface, which he's always been. People have loved to hate that guy. Maybe he's legitimately going to be, you know, a good guy. And that's going to be weird. You know what? I when he make when they make them the like uh, uh, um, Wreck It Ralph. I may be a bad guy, but I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Hell yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm with you. I mean, everything. See, this is, ladies and gentlemen, he's gonna be the Nostradamus. He is already Nostradamus. I, I don't horrible. know what he you know what? Okay. It might happen. It might I'll predict, happen. I'll predict a double switch. Let's say, it. let's go for it. I'll, I think they don't win the. I, they don't win the, the titles. Adam takes that personally, and then we go into the heavyweight match, and then we'll see some shit where like, uh, and Adam loses again, but then he just continues to beat the shit out of MJF, and then Roddy comes out, and then maybe the rest of Red Dragon or you know Bobby Fish has been waiting to come back, right? That's, and Kyle O'Reilly is like permanently injured. Is that correct? Yeah, he is permanently. He's, injured. he's like retired, injured. No, yeah, no, he hasn't announced. He only announced that he is going to take up a long time for him to return. Uh, he said he not, he might not return to AEW. He doesn't know yet because the injury is that bad. So right. So okay. So but, but still, I mean, I'm still cool with three out of four of uh, undisputed era. Yeah. No, I'm with you. On that. And then nobody helps MJF because people are like, "Fuck this guy." He, Never helped any of us. So, or or maybe we get the pill, the pillars come out. Besides, you know, Darby and Sammy come out to hail help them, and then we'll get 
the pillars minus Jungle Boy versus Undisputed Era, kind of. I don't know. This is going. I'm going on way too long. This, I'm predicting like no, it, it's a whole, okay. fucking, a whole season of Star Trek is going on right now, and I have no idea where to go with it. Man, any because I feel the same for, and I'm with you because I feel the same. I think this is the right time to do the, the switch and make Adam Cole the hottest heel right now. That direction, like exactly what you said. See, I said this about MJ a while back, back in the archives. I said, book him like Austin. Be the controversial guy. Be that guy that be like, like he's not a good, he's not a heel, he's not a face. He's just like fuck, the, fuck everybody type of way. He doesn't. He's like the DTA status. Don't don't trust anybody. And then him being the champ that way. Let's say he loses the belt, for example. I mean, that's a great way to persuade, you know, the the, the pursuit for the belt. Because it gets more hot over, and it gets more, it gets the fan more behind him. Because you had a, a, of course, an egotistic man like that that is better than everybody, and you know it. That's how he says. To him now being alongside with the with the crowd with the fans, and Cole could be the that version of MGF, but himself obviously. So that's valid points that you're saying. I'm not saying, and this that's could be the way to give that hot commodity build up for a fucking face for AEW. And MJF's the one, and you. If it happens, oh my god, I, this man is gonna be known now as the Oracle and the Nostradamus professional wrestler. I'm saying that right now. You can see, and you're gonna. And I like it. I like, I like it when I'm right. Hey, no one likes being right more than <laughs> I do. And yes, and you're gonna be busting this, ladies and gentlemen. You like that? You there? Sitting at home. Acknowledge me. And acknowledge the director over here. That's what's gonna happen. That's where you're gonna, you know, bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. That is right. Yes. You yes, think anybody um, wants to take a roundhouse kick to the face and these bad boys? Red <laughs> squad. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Now we move to the tag team match. Of course, the Lucha Bros versus Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. It does seem like, uh, like you know. It's, I'm gonna let the director say that comment what he said about Moxie, but here this match is <laughs> I know I shouldn't say no one. Hey, to be fair, no one saw it. No one saw it in the group chat, so it's still fresh oh. content. Okay, so yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's gonna say, but it's up to him if he wants to say here or in the group chat. But uh this match was solid, it was great, good to see it. Uh uh, especially Lucha Bros back in action, of course. Absolutely. Uh, uh, love seeing Lucha Bros back in action, man. And Set up Miela, baby, and of course, just, uh, shout, out to, shout out to the homegirl Hill Liz Lamera Mera. Yeah. She just was at the uh Penta versus Hammerstone match, I think. Yes. Unless that was old footage, was that new footage? That was a recent one from like, yeah, yeah. Last so she, posted, she posted that content, it was good, shit, man. I should have seen that. Wish I was there. Hill Liz, invite us out to fucking some Indies, shit, dude. That's right, that's absolutely. And yes, uh, that of course. The cheat, of course, Claudio taking off the mask of Penta, and of course, Moxie rolling up the pin. The aftermath, mm-hmm. they were beating him after, of course. Traditional, you know. such a douchey American move against Luchador. Like, I have seen that, and that happened all the time in like ECW, WCW. You just take the mask off, and then they cover the face and go for the pin. Like, yeah, it's a throwback for sure. <laughs> no, but, but hopefully, he had permission, super disrespectful, to put the mask on after the match. Yeah, just in my upbringing in the lucha community, unless you have permission, you know, from Penta, taking the mask off is one thing, but putting it on yourself is not the vibe. 
So hopefully no. he has permission. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if he has permission, but. Yeah, I mean, but the match was solid. I mean, it was great to see that. Uh, but break it down. I mean, your, your thoughts about the match. And what do you think about this feud now with the, the you know, the Lucha Bros now? I mean, what's, no, uh, no Brian Dianson right now because he's injured. He's out for. Yeah, God, the- God, can you imagine how good those matches would be if it was these three fucks and Danielson versus uh, Death Triangle? Oh, oh. And, oh Pac is the injured. Put, put them in the trios title. I know. Everyone's injured. Yeah, it's summertime, baby, but everybody's fucking getting injured. Um, but yeah, break it down, man. Yeah, coming off of last week's match, which is probably the best hardcore match AEW's ever had, in my opinion. I, I personally believe that match between Trent Seven, uh, Penta, and was it Claudio? Uh, Moxley. It was, it, was, it was Moxley. Moxley. That 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 reminded me of actual old school ECW hardcore, where there was clever uses of weapons, but it was the wrestling that told the story. Yes. Um, this was just like that without the hardcore. Um, still solid. These guys can't put on a bad match. And as for old school ECW, it took me 12 years to realize that this was the Silver Sandman. <laughs> Oh, it my. was just something. It was something in the highlight clip from last week, where he was pouring the thumbtacks out and like doing doing the strut. I'm like, oh, he's, and he comes through the audience. He yells at the crowd. He's just Silver Sandman. That's all he is. And I love Silver Sandman. Sandman. Sandman's one of my favorites for sure. It just just kind of ruined Moxley a little bit for me. Though I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> I just I, I don't know what direction they're going with him. You know what? To be honest. I would like to. Uh, I don't. Yeah. What is what is the end game for this? There's no tag titles. None of them are going for the ROH titles. None is no. Penta going to challenge for the ROH heavyweight title? That would be fucking amazing. I would love that. Yeah. I mean, I you know the Lucha Bros then lose the tag team titles to fucking Aussie Open. So I you know that gets it back full time. I guess in Dynamite and Rampage, you could say. Yeah, I wouldn't but, mind. If, I wouldn't mind if both of those guys, like if Penta loses and Ray Phoenix goes in to get a title shot. That would be fucking sick. Even if they both lose, the matches would be great. Claudio works great with luchadors. We saw that back, you know, the bar versus lucha house party, you know, all that good shit. Oh yeah, oh definitely, man. It's it's just a question of what they're gonna do with them, and I, I you know, I really want to see since they still have Wheeler in in their faction. Fucking go for the trios, go after man the house of black if that's the case. Right. Freeburg, Freeburg, man, exactly. Yeah, any any, I mean, I. I know that's how House, House of Black has three people anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, Blackpool kind of does do a Freebird rule anyway, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm definitely. Casey Rose, Casey Casuals don't know any. If you're a tag team of four people, any or yeah, any three can challenge for a trios title. That's a Freebird rule. There you go. Exactly. Exactamundo. There. Well, you te- technically, it was the the New Day rule, which went. If you're a tag team of three, any two can challenge for uh, But I, it's the same thing. If you're four, any three. If you're three, any two. I, I don't give a fuck. Same rule. No, that's right here. Bring it up, Cage. What's up, Cage? What's going on, Bigley? Let's see. Any case right there. Here. We need um, Orange. Yeah, Moxley. Moxley will definitely win that, unfortunately. But he's not going to lose to Orange Cassidy. He will storm into that fucking back office and make sure of it. Uh, and Eddie Kingston is... I would love, dude. Eddie, Eddie needs Eddie, Eddie needs gold. Eddie has never won. I think, according to AEW, never worn worn a major title in any division. I, I believe that's the storyline behind that. Uh, yeah, finally gets his revenge against a man that he's been laser sided on. 
And then Moxley's uh, his best friend. So it's like you have this weird thing where like Moxley just doesn't get involved. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the only thing he has right now is the New Japan Strong title. That said, he's a, he's a heavyweight champion yeah, there. Yeah, you know, I consider that a major title-ish. Yeah, I'm with you. I kind of consider the same thing. So, I mean, yeah, it's we'll like, see. It's like, a Japanese, it's like the Japanese version of like a U.S. title. Yes, you could say that. Oh, the Japanese version of the NXT title, put it that way. I, okay. That's how I'll put it. Of the North American title or the heavyweight? The heavyweight. Okay. The heavy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, get, Amer- get an American belt on him. Yeah, even Cordy's with you too. Adam is yep. with you. Always. She knows what's up. Yes. Sister knows what's up. All right. And of course, main event time. Of course, the AEW Women's Championship. Once again, he got a cheater now the two time. But they don't come a third time because, of course, I guess that was the interim. I guess I do so. Right. It, but, yeah, I don't care. Tony Strong was yeah. trying to in a room, but absolutely as legit as a heavyweight title or women's yes. champion as anybody. Yes. But this match, of course. Good to see Anna Jay back, of course, coming out, of course, with his <laughs> with her man's right there about those good match about Anna Jay. You know, Anna Jay looked really good, solid at this one. It wasn't I, I was intrigued of this. Of course, he could have shit it with the with the windfall, but now that we did learn as well at all in, there's gonna be, of course, a fatal four-way. So as we can see here, Tony Storm already passed, she gets a first round bye. And starting tomorrow, of course, Rampage to Ryder versus Sky Blues. Well, well, why, right is, why, is, why does Tony Storm receive a bye? Was she supposed to wrestle someone who got injured, or is it just she uh, got the rematch plus? Okay, immediately. The one thing that Tony Khan said they would never fucking have, and they're doing it. <laughs> he's doing it. He and fucking Tony, right day one. He's like, we're never we're, we're getting rid of the no rematch clause, or you know, yes. like we're getting rid of immediate rematches. I mean, to be fair, two and a half years later is as long as it took for them to bring it back. So. Whatever. Yeah, so, I, I ain't mad at it. It's fine. And man, this is going to happen, I guess, you know, so starting tomorrow, and then you have, of course, next week, you're going to have Britt Baker versus the Bunny. Of course, she's her return back from her injury. And so the winners of that, of course, get a four, you know, fit a forward. But we'll get into this one very momentarily. But let's get into this very quick, director. Yeah. Break it down. Talk to us, baby. What are your thoughts about this main event? Cool. And we'll break down the all in uh, tournament. Break it down, Bobby Shuba. Yeah, so first thing first, Hikaru Shida probably has the best theme song in uh, AEW. Uh, super sleeper, super slept on. I was listening to it. I'm like, fuck, I got to learn to play that on guitar. That's fucking a banger. Hey, that'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, decent match, not great. I give it two and a half out of five of a TV star rating. Um, it just wasn't a main event level match for me. It could have been a co-main for sure. Um I don't know if it was the pacing or the speed, but it was kind of sluggish for me. Um, and I, I don't know what Hikaroshida's technical finisher is. Is it called the katana, or did she use an actual katana? No, the katana. That's what it's called. But not okay, because like, I looked away or something, and they're like, she used the katana and got the win. I'm like, did she grab some shit from under the ring and hit her over the head with it? But I, I don't know if that's the name of it or like if that's a new name for it. But yeah, so. Obviously, she does supposed to win this. Uh, Anna J definitely has a run in her in her future. She's still a, you know, a fat ass with a bad attitude, and I love that for her. Um, she's she's gonna she's still gonna she's a pillar in my opinion. I don't give a fuck if you're gonna look at women's wrestling in AEW. Absolutely a pillar of the women's division. You can argue with me in the comments, and you'll just prove that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she still has a long way to go as far as like that title goes, but uh, you know she's on the projection to get there. Uh, yeah, and then as far as the tournament goes, Shining Wizard with with that as his name. Oh, 
So it's not even like a special version of the Shining Wizard. It's just a regular. It's not even the shiniest wizard. It's just a regular Shining Wizard. Cool. Okay. She should do it like a fucking like a ripcord on it or something like, or do it off like the middle rope or something. That'd be sick. Like a like a rebound, like the Cody Cutter, not the Cody Cutter, the uh, this destruction kick, dynamite kick, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disaster kick into a Shining Wizard. I'm stealing that move. <laughs> he's, he's gonna steal it for sure. I'm gonna steal a move I just invented. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, but let's look. bring up them brackets. So okay, so buys yeah. So so, I mean, because this is in London or in Wembley, where if that might be the name of the city, I don't know. Soraya is definitely going to be in this. If it wasn't there, I would be vouching for Sky Blue one hundred percent. She's due for her run as well. She's mm-hmm. been doing great. Um, Bunny and Britt Baker. Bunny is like worse than Lita. She just has two left feet. Britt Baker gets in there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to, unfortunately, it's, I mean, then you, you can have Tony Storm and Soraya. You can't have that. So I think Sky Blue is going to get the upset. Wow. I, I, I don't think they're going to make the Riot Squad 2.0 wrestle each other. You know, I, I think Sky gets that upset in Wembley, and I think that's going to bring some heat. But, um, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. Like, is she? Soraya is from England, right? She's not from. Yes. Scotland. She's not Scottish. She's not Welsh. No. She's London Town. London Town. Yes. Soraya Bevis. Why do I know that's her fucking name? I know that, and I don't know what part of England she's from. I don't know if she's London or. Um, I think of uh, not no not black. She's from Norwich. Okay, I don't Norwich. know. Norwich. I don't know where that is relative to anything, but it's still it's it's UK proper. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they're not going to have – that's just going to be weird. Unless you're going to break up uh, the Outsiders or, you know. Yeah, the Outsiders. NWO girl back. Then I think I think Sky Blue is going to get in on this. I think it's going to be Sky Blue, Rip Baker, and Sheeta. And I still think Sheeta walks out with it. I don't know. I don't know. Because Sheeta has like two – Sheeta has two records. Right, she has like the shortest reign and the longest reign with that belt. I believe that's what they said. I believe so. Yeah, I, th- I, I think that's true. She's the only two-time official champion, and she's the shortest and the longest of both. So he said it's North. Yeah, I, just, I just I googled it too, and it's still England. So yeah, um, that's what <laughs> I got for you. We'll see if it happens. Unless they're gonna put you know Soraya and Tony in the same match, and they're gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, they're gonna have to figure that out because I mean we're what about three weeks away, you could say technically. So he's gonna have to start building these stories. That's a now. lot of time. That is a lot of story. You could put another pay-per-view before that. Yeah. Like, you could have a pay-per-view last Saturday and you would have plenty of time. Yeah. Was there no. one? No, just collision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of story time, which I like. Story time. Story time, baby, with the Nostradamus, but then of course. We do have coming up tomorrow, but we're, uh, we, ah, I heard the spoilers, but I want to watch. But this is tomorrow's lineup right here, which is Soraya's Sky Blue for that tournament. Of course, the winner will go, you know, in the all in a four way. Orange oh, Cassidy, like that. Like Johnny, yes. Nitro, Johnny Nitro and Orange Cassidy, that's slick as fuck. Mm-hmm. We, we, don't know who is gonna, we don't know who Ozzy is going to, that doesn't even yep. say it's a match, just in action. Yep. Um, and, Darby, Darby Cage, that's going to be good. Darby's going to beat him again. I think he beat him for the TNT belt. Yes. Or uh, Orange no, not Orange. Orange, yeah. Somebody but uh, somebody did. Somebody did. <laughs> somebody did. But 
there's spoilers already. I'm not gonna say the spoilers and then that's not it. And then of course we do the half Saturday that collision happening this Saturday. Of course, you have the acclaim <laughs> returning to action, Mercedes Martinez Diamante teaming up versus Little Nightingale yeah. and Chris. Dude, Lester. this looks like fucking this looks like DM. This looks like uh the four women versus the acclaimed. I like that. That'd be cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because look how it's built. Look how it's built. At the top, you have House of Black versus CMFTR, and then you have yes. You know the four women versus the acclaimed, which makes sense because you know Anthony Bowden's gay. So I mean, technically he can fight women, right? Yes. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, imp- technically, impact does it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, down for that. Mercedes Martinez coming back, which fuck, goddamn it, hell yeah. Yeah, and then I mean, and then of course you have, and the main event, the House of Black versus CMFTR. Uh, so why CMFTR? But uh, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not even gonna get into because it. that's their show, and they need to do something. Yeah, they, gonna, they can do the hell they want. Who, but uh, yes. Ricky, Starks, Ricky Starks is gonna cause the loss for that for CMFTR. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, it's they're gonna keep trying to push heat on him, and it's gonna not work. It's gonna be the opposite of Roman Reigns. They're gonna try to make Ricky Starks a bad guy, and they're just gonna love it more and more. Yeah. And then also another surprise announcement that happened, and this is going to be amazing because now I know the director wouldn't have to watch Impact because it is announced the 1,000 episode of Impact. The reuniting Oh the shit. boys. They will be reuniting on Impact. And that's September 9th, of course, for the first time in seven years together, Team 3D on Impact. And that's going to happen, of course. On the thousand episode, I am excited. Are they just gonna hang out, or do we have a match? I heard rumor in the windows it could be a matchup, so I don't know as of yet. This is like I, my favorite tag team of all time. I don't know if people know that, but my my top three. Yes. Top three, <laughs> top two. My top two are the Dudley Boys, and then the uh, original. I mean, the New Age Outlaws, like '99. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's we're gonna talk about that. Rockers are number three in case you in case people care about that. Ah, yes. The original rockers, not that Leaf Cassidy bullshit with Al Snow. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. (laughs) I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that uh, for sure. I know. No, no, that's for sure. That's Snowy bullshit. (laughs) That's for sure. And basically for saying, of course, that Ricky is gonna yeah, because yeah, he definitely is, but uh, people are gonna like it though. People are people are gonna too hyped on Ricky. They weren't ready to let him go. Um out of that push. I don't know why they're deciding to push him down again. It just, it's a Vince move. Oh yeah. That's, that's for sure. That is for sure. But there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, very quick one here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you know, our other two bought the locals. One is still honeymoon. One is in vacation, but they should be coming back soon. And once they do, then we'll be back and back as the four horse will be back in action. But don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to follow. You see right there, the man was right at the top FDS. This is, will be they'll be coming playing soon in the city of Ohio. Am I correct? In Ohio, yeah, September 16th, we are playing Akron, Ohio, the Summit Fest. Uh, in it's in Akron, the Summit, I don't even know what the name of the Festival Fairgrounds, Akron Festival Fairgrounds, something like that. Yeah, with uh, Skylar Drive, Vampires Everywhere, um, Johnny Craig, which is amazing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, follow the description up below, follow Fake Destroyed right below, and, of course, social medias, and on, on Spotify, and on Apple. Listen to them, download it, make sure you buy their albums as well. Buy the merch, go at it as well, besides our merch, but you can buy their merch as well. Follow us around. I just used our towel today to dry off with. It's over here somewhere. I was. We have towels. Hey. I love that thing. The gym towel. Yeah. 
this gym town puppy. Yes, that's right. The cage. Okay, Thunder will be. We'll see. We'll talk about Thunder soon. That's for sure. But we'll get into it for sure. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you all for tuning in here on this Thursday night. And pretty soon we'll be back here during the week because football's coming. So, you know, we'll be back here during the week. But, yes, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow the director, of course, as well. And myself, follow us on the COD platforms, YouTube, subscribe. If you have been, you're watching, you're listening, subscribe now. Shout out to everybody all over America for listening to us and keeping us up there. We appreciate you guys. You also listen to Faith Destroyed. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the host TV is what I even see. And my other host right here, the Nostradamus of professional wrestling, the oracle of professional wrestling, the one that dances, the rock is out, does everything for you, ladies and gentlemen. This man does it all. He predicts it for you. That's the director himself, the host with the most, West Coast Coast. Chris Kennedy here saying to you, au revoir, goodbye. We don't just podcast and make music here like FDS. What well, maybe they do. We fucking make history. Good night, everybody. Bang. See you later. Banger after banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. Must be Juju. Goodbye. Good night.